0: Welcome, everybody, to ChotCast number... Where are the cams? There they are. ChotCast number 22! Welcome, we have Chronic as our special guest, and of course, co-hosts CJCJ CJ and Johnny Boy. Um, Very special episode because the Rotterdam Major has just ended, and we do have the... Uh, well, one of the winners here with us today. And um, I just wanted to kind of know... Uh, Maybe maybe CJ could help me out here, because it's one of those things where you kind of sit here and you think you, you put so much time and effort and struggle into the the craft, right? Mm. And we played in multiple LAN events, me and you, CJ, and we just didn't have that sort of result, per se? Yep. Yeah.
1: I, I agree with that. I played in about six or seven RLCS LANs World Championships and mm-hmm. barely won any series. Um so it's <laughs> it's just so tough, isn't it, Rizzo? You know, it's you play online, you <laughs> win online regionals, you know, you scrim against these these international teams, and it's easy screams, but LAN is it's just so hard to even win a series on LAN, let alone an entire event. Would you agree that, Rizzo? You know, you you struggled to win an event as well on LAN.
0: Right, yeah, you're talking about you talk about struggling to win a series, I mean, I can't, I can't even count on my hands the amount of times I went into a LAN and then went 0-2 and went home. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, it's just the fact that this guy goes, this guy Chronic, he goes to his very first LAN event and wins, it kind of just, it kind of just pisses me off when I think it, about it. Robs it rubs us the wrong way, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, really it really does. <laughs> so, Chronic, I, I mean, I gotta ask you, what's it like to just be a winner?
2: Um, it's great, I don't know how... It feels to lose. Haven't, <laughs> last <night on> land. <laughs> haven't had those experiences yet. Just winning.
3: He Does doesn't this? know. He's made Does every final. It's like... just Unreal.
1: set unrealistic expectations for how lands are meant to go in your own head? You've played one land and it has been
2: flawless. I would say flawless. We did get destroyed by oxygen, but True. it did take the win, so... Good. Just... Are, you, are
3: you disappointed you didn't get the rematch in the... same I was, actually. I,
2: I, yeah, I... FaZe was obviously the better matchup because we've kind of owned them since... after original one, but mm-hmm. I did really want the matchup thing as they kind of obliterated us.
1: So, talk us through, like, the mindset going into this land. I mean, you guys are the number one seed, but surely, you know, as we said, myself and Rizzo, land's a different story. It doesn't matter how confident we are going in. As soon as you... Just get in a live environment, different PC, you know, you're not in your bedroom anymore. Like, I feel like you start getting placebos, the PCs start feeling a little bit different, you start playing bad, but it seemed like you didn't struggle at all with this. Like, what was it like
2: going into your first event? Actually, going to the event, I was kind of tempering my expectations. I was probably making my goal for, like, a top eight, and then I, I wouldn't have been content with that, but I would have been, like, it's my first LAN, I would have chalked it up to that, but... I was really nervous on our first couple of studio matches, and then our first crowd match against Liquid. I was really nervous. I played really bad that series, but it was a really hard and close series. But once I got like my confidence, and we were confident as a team, it was kind of just smooth sailing from there.
3: You said after that Liquid series, if I recall, I can't remember if it was. Uh, I think you were talking to Nolly. I, I ran into I ran into both of you, or or is it, either you and Nolly and or you and Jack, or uh, you you plus one of your teammates. Um, and you were saying that you didn't expect it to be that much harder to play on stage versus studio. What, what was, well, obviously it, it, the, there's a crowd there, but what else, you know, if you were to explain the differences, how it affected your gameplay um, that series?
2: I wouldn't even say it was the crowd that affected me. I think it was more the fact that it was the top eight single limb, and it was just like, if I lose that, I'm done. I'm going home, and I just came all the way there just to go out. And that mm-hmm. was kind of my mentality. I was really nervous to just lose and have it be done at that we're out top 8 after such a good split and so I was, uh, once we got top 8, like, I said I was tempering my expectations, but I was really going for that win, obviously and so I really wanted to win and anything less than that would have made me upset, and I was just so nervous going to that, I, Nali kept like, calming me, and it just wouldn't, didn't do anything until I think like (laughs) game 5 when I finally like, told myself I just needed to play better, and then I listened to him, and we brought it back in one.
0: Is that really all we needed to do? Was just to tell ourselves to play better? <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm I worded
2: that. Right. I don't know if I worded that right, but I, I, I think I just like told myself to calm down and it, like it's okay.
0: How much? How much do you think it helped you that like <laughs> Nolly and Jack? Well, actually, yeah, yeah. That Nolly and Jack have been there before. You know, I like the land event they've done. They've been that played on stage all that.
2: It definitely helped me a lot. They're, they're really good at kind of calming me and, like, hyping me up when I'm getting in my own head and stuff. And they were really good at calming me, especially during the Liquid and Moist series, because Fate is kind of a smooth sailing series.
1: Well, Nolly did say, like, uh, after that series, he was saying, you like, you were his, he noticed you and Jack, like, you were pre-jumping, just being a little bit too know over overstimulated so it wasn't just you it was jack as well and i think yeah. we have those comms videos like uh, are we now realizing how much Nolly does i guess in terms of being a teammate and in a three-bit yeah like that?
2: i think Nolly he's very underrated everyone kind of like thinks of him as just like the like almost filler player he does like the least on our team but i he's so effective he does all the dirty work for the team and cuts off passes really good shooting really good defense and like most of all he does Really well in comms, type us up and like tell us what we need to do to get the win. I
3: remember the comms. Uh, my favorite comms video moment was the grand final. Well, actually, the winning goal where oh. Nolly was up and you're chronic. You're yelling in <laughs> comms, shoot free, shot, yeah. free, <laughs> shot, free ah. shot, free shot, free shot. Free shot. Then Nolly's like left, 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 and you're like, no free no shot. shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, bro, just shoot that. And then, yeah, the pass worked as well. I feel like the the, the shot would have been. Uh, you know, he, he could score from there, but the pass is you know, clearly better. Yeah. what was what was going through your head there? Just like a million. Uh,
2: I I hate. I, I went back and watched like some of the comms, but I hate it so much because like I just see how panicky and nervous I was, and just like calling a ton of balls that I wasn't even ready to go for, and just completely freaking out. And it's just it's so like annoying for my me to listen to because I know it's like not how I usually am. But we we did get the win, so like that helps me a bit. But it, it's. Very irritating for me to listen to. Uh, I think the, like it's the comms.
1: It, look, it didn't sound perfect, but what I got from your comms was like you guys were so just like locked in. Like you all just wanted it. Like it uh, just they wanted said, it more. I don't want to <laughs> say wanted it more because this is such Rizzo. Stop <laughs> nodding your head. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> you don't want it, but it just sounded like you're all just like. Like we are winning this like and it was it wasn't it wasn't clean like comms was like there were some moments But yeah, yeah it was not you cleaning. just you just like wheeled yourselves over the line just with that grit teamwork
2: Yeah, we Everyone can kind of tell we we say like we calm so much especially myself we, we just there's never like a time. We're not speaking
0: well, I didn't I didn't actually listen to the comms video, but um Like when you say you don't like how you sounded or how panicky you were. I just feel like Every team is like that though. Like it's the same exact yeah. thing for each team, regardless. Because you know it's, it's such a high pressure situation, and so like however you sound is probably exactly how the other team sounds as well.
2: Yeah, I would I would calm the ball. Like I got it, say like six hundred times every time I wanted the ball, and then sometimes when I, I'm to six hundred times, I would not even be ready to go for the ball.
1: Uh, i think that's way better than though than that than some people go the other way when they're nervous and like they're too they like stop talking they're like too afraid they just get in their own head so i think it's better that you go the other way and like you know talk too much
2: uh in in game we won game three ot against moist off a kickoff goal and jack had like he scored and had an open net i was calling him off like over and over again he then he just went shot anyway and scored but like i don't think i was ready to go for the ball i was just calling him off for some reason yeah yeah, I no just. Way. Yeah. Where I think that was
3: video got uploaded again. Is it Genji? Uh, uh, I think it's, it's Genji Move 1
2: Racing on. No, it's Genji Move 1 Racing on YouTube. Okay. I think the thing is. The with, in there. Nice. Like, <laughs> with those comms there. Yeah.
1: Like, it sounds hectic, but the thing you don't realize is, like, when you're one of the people like when you listen to the comms it's three people always talking but when you're in the comms you've only got two other people talking do you know what i mean like yeah. you're not listening to yourself so it doesn't it's actually oh, like yeah. not as crazy as when you listen to just three people going nuts does that make mm. sense
3: yeah does it sound chaotic to you chronic alive like in the moment or do you guys do, like i think there was one time it wasn't at, um at worlds i remember you saying you guys all had a, like an argument in the middle of a game, you're you're like, you told someone to never never say that again because you were panicking. Somebody was making you panic. I can't remember. It was a wasteland game. Oh, and was you were like, never do that again. You told Jacker and Ellie to never do that again because it's something that just made you panic so much. And you were like, I never do was... that again. And it never happened again.
2: <laughs> It was it was Regional 2 against SSG in the semifinals. It was on, yeah, it was on Wasteland. We were up 3-1, wasteland. and at the end of the game, it was like the ball stayed up for like 30 seconds at 0 seconds, and now I just started like singing and said GG's, and it was just not over at all. And the ball <laughs> stayed up for like another 30 <laughs> oh, yeah. seconds, and he was just like calling game, and it wasn't even close to game, and I, it just made me really nervous. I started like freaking um, out.
0: That's like when you're yeah, playing League of Legends and you say GG's before the Nexus has exploded, and then you end up losing. It's not that I did that last night or anything, but... It was just I don't I know you when, you, when you said that it just reminded me of that really quick so I just felt, I, felt, I felt like I should share. That's it. Can we great, can great we story. take it
1: right back to the because we've we've spoken to Jack we've spoken to Nolly about this whole situation but I think we need to take it back to the beginning when Chronic Johnny was just getting trolled by every top team possible before he got picked up. Would you agree with this?
3: It's a it's an interesting situation, you know. Like uh, I I I've come under heavy fire um, about many things, and that was one of them. Apparently, Chronic's just he's a tryouts with everybody, and uh, he just waited for the the EU boys to come over before he's like, "Yep, that's a team that's good enough for me." But you know, why why speculate any longer? Let's just ask <laughs> the man himself and find out what happened, because you know, Reddit's got their theories, but Chronic, what, what what's a what's this story? You know, between being 15 years old, getting, you know, old enough to play LCS for the first time, and eventually joining Gen G.
2: Okay, so, I would say it's kind of, like, in between everyone thinks. Like, I definitely did not have all the tryouts in the world, or anywhere near that, if people think that, but I also didn't have any, like, I had some chances. When I was first turned 15, I had a few tryouts, but uh, up until, like, this summer, my parents weren't really completely supportive, and they weren't, like, I wasn't ready to make the big commitment because my parents weren't on board. And so I had to decline like a few tryouts. It was, it was nothing more than like tryouts over the years, and like it wasn't many. Especially going into this split, like I had like lower, like top sixteen teams, but I didn't have any like high tier pro tryouts or anything. And then they moved over, and I it was it was my best opportunity that I have, so I took it, and we were really good. Sorry. Yeah, so- so well, when you, you were
1: fifteen, I, I, you don't have to name teams if you don't want to name teams about these tries. But maybe if you don't want to do that, like what range, what what sort of rankings are we looking at the teams that you were trying out with? Because people are throwing around like you were, you were, you know, you had you had NRG spot before
2: Turbo moved, you know, that sort of stuff.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, I never had any like crazy ones. I think I had, um, I think it was after I don't remember who got kicked. From I had V one a V one tryout after I think it was the that first split pre,
3: X pre beast mode
2: I it was pre beast mode pre I think it was no no I think V1. it was I think it was pretty calm I I think that was calm who they picked up oh, I tryout, yeah that's that's like all it was like I don't even I doubt I would have been on the spot it was just I I don't remember who they kicked it was that was AXB. at the time they were gimmicking it was X B yeah, yeah. It been, and that's and then I had a few other like tryouts with a couple other teams at the time but it was nothing like
3: big big none of of the top like top yeah (laughs) like
0: top top teams teams, no well Mm -hmm. i mean also at that time v1 wasn't considered really a top team
3: yeah they were like 10 top (laughs) 10 maybe but like just uh, they were fighting for top eight like sometimes they get it most of the time they wouldn't um so yeah that makes a lot of sense but yeah the yeah the reddit were not happy about it i mean I can speak from first-line experience, you know, and when you're working at these events, when you're working, CJ was working at the desk at the Rotterdam uh, Major, I was casting the, actually I casted your semi final and the final. So we're trying to like, you know, tell your story and tell the team's story and also like try and get this uh, very unique uh, audience in the in the Rotterdam Ahoy Arena to uh, get behind you guys, which actually we did. CJ did a pretty good job getting... Uh, in the crowd to double down on the fact that you guys were a, were a European team, uh, just to get the just to, just because we knew if we t- if we get them to say that, then they're probably going to make more noise for you in the final. That was the, only, <laughs> the the only motivation behind this one. But yeah, I know I know Shogun. I think Shogun mentioned it a few times. Like yeah, Chronic the uh, the guy. I think he probably said something like the guy that none of the other North American teams um, gave a shot to look at him now. Kind of vibe. I, I I said something similar. Like, it's storytelling in my opinion and uh yeah i think reddit got triggered by it but i don't really take advice from reddit so I, i'll i would do it again but yeah what do, what what do you think is as uh, you know does that tell your story or is that part of your is, story
2: i i don't okay i definitely had I, I wouldn't say i was stuck in like the bubble like many seem to believe i definitely was not stuck in the bubble i had chances many chances to get out of the bubble but i didn't have any like high tier pro opportunities Great. Yeah, i feel pretty good about the yeah, I think it's. I think the, the, the st- I, think th- I think feel
1: a pretty good story, story that we went with no, CJ. Yeah, I think it's, it's fine. I'm happy. With, I mean, you, you you're on randoms. So I guess. Did you beat NRG in like? Was this last season? You guys beat NRG in like a group stage or something like that? Or a swing?
2: yeah, double, yeah, we, we did. One, it was. It? it was. Uh, it was. No, no, it wasn't round. It was the third regional of winter split. It was like my first split in like a whole year of playing. And then me and two Piece and oh. I to run it for fun, and we got like a top <laughs> eight, which is it was really fun, and we did well.
1: But I, like I think it's fair to say, like you, it wasn't like you were this any team would want to kick anyone yeah, on the yeah. roster to pick you up, which is what people are trying Some to like sort of. That's a narrative. Be, yeah. Like a, definitely was not that. With all due respect to Randoms, like you were on Randoms before this happened, which <laughs> you, was... you, you know, called you yourselves
3: were... Randoms. Like.
2: <laughs> I did, I did, I did have a couple opportunities after that split actually, uh-huh. but even then, still, I wasn't ready to like sign to an org and or make a commitment. It was really this like summer when I fully totally grinded and was ready to commit to a team
1: so n- now we're moving forward a little bit G, jack jack approaches you is that correct because Nolly said he didn't have a clue who you were yeah um, so it was jack hard, <laughs> jack approaches what does he say
2: uh I'm, he just said like he was like we're looking to come to na and if we do you'd be our top priority would you want to commit to us and immediately it's like yeah you guys be by far my best offer and if you if you come over i'll commit and make a team
3: but just to put it in perspective, you thought—I uh, I can't remember if we uh, spoke about this after going live, but we were chatting a bit beforehand. You th- your expectations for this split was top eight in NA, and probably not to make the land in the first split because of the yeah. short time you guys had to turn it to turn around. But uh, I imagine you're probably like shooting for lands in the winter in the spring, yeah, um, um, something like that.
2: Yeah, I think we talked about it as a team too. Like we were just making sure to like temper our expectations so that we wouldn't get like too in our own heads if. The first split didn't go really well, but it did go very well. And I I just, I didn't expect to have anywhere near the split. Obviously, I thought we'd be a top six,
0: eight NA team. I think that's where uh, like a lot of people had pinned you guys as well. I think, well, I know for sure that I had like around, yeah, around like a sixth (laughs) through 10th placement or something. That's what I was guessing at the beginning. Was there ever a time that kind of switched in your mind where you were like, you felt like you were maybe favorites for an event? Like a regional one, two, three, or literally the major or anything like that. Like, I mean, yeah, that's it. Okay, so not really.
2: I have a pretty, like, I'm pretty, like, an unconfident player, which is not, like, a bad thing for me. I kind of usually go into series thinking we're going to, like, not lose, but I don't really. I, I try to, like, think of us as the underdogs because that, like, mm-hmm. helps me not temper expectations. I don't know. I don't really not explain it, but it, like, helps me play better. But because, especially after the first regional, I think, like, after the first regional, I thought it was just a peak and I, I didn't really I was really worried that we weren't going to be able to do it again. And then we almost went out in Swiss in the second regional. Mm. And then I think I don't think it was really until after the third regional that I was like, okay, if we're a really good team, I could consider us like the best one of the best in Nana.
1: I want to know what you thought of ja- Like you said Jack and Ali was going to be your best option, but like the, the I guess the crazy thing about this is it's not like Jack and Nolly before this were absolutely dominating NA. You know, Nolly's coming from KC, who is, you could say, is the third man on KC or the third best player on that team. Jack had Joris, who was sort of the star player on Dig. Like these guys weren't, you know, they were workmen. They were they were they were good teammates, but they weren't, I guess, necessarily superstars in their own teams. So what was your sort of like thoughts of Jack and Nolly before you team with them going into this?
2: Uh I like Honestly, I had no clue what to expect. As players I actually had no clue how good they were. Especially with Jack because I I was kinda I kinda quit the game from R L C S X up until LA major was when I first started watching again and then Jack hadn't really Done any things after oh, you I started watching good again. Bit. Yeah, I, I missed, missed. I missed Jack's bit. prime. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> I missed Jack's prime, and then <laughs> at, Worlds, <laughs> at Worlds, obviously, Dig did really bad, and so like, yeah. I obviously knew Jack was a really good player, but I, I had no clue what to expect from him, and like us as a team, I, I think I knew what I was. I I was expecting like more out of not like Nolly to be. I, I was expect. I knew what I was getting from Nolly. I think more than Jack, and then Jack was just showed that he was the best player in the world. Been... So Reddit can
3: get stuffed because not even Chronic thought they're gonna get something, hey? and that was his best, yeah. all, his best offer as well. So a so Chronic's like in own estimation, sixth to eighth best NA team, like that's their goal, and that's the best offer he had, then yeah, get stuffed Reddit. He didn't. He, he, like Reddit's telling me that. He, he, I think you know, I did Chronics, that like, <laughs> getting scouted by all all the top teams, and actually everybody <laughs> knew he was good. No one knew he was this good. No one. I didn't know Chronic was this good. Yeah, I uh, I, don't, I don't think anyone knew that you were gonna be like one of the best players in the world at the end of this split. Um so yeah, well done to you. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous achievement. It, I I don't think there's a comparison in, in Rocket League history to what you guys have done.
1: Did it appeal to you that like because they were moving regions, like this would be like a very serious, like they're gonna be putting in the work? Is that like was that a factor, the fact that you knew they were moving over?
0: Uh
2: n- I didn't think of it at the time. No, not really. I kind of just saw the opportunity and didn't think twice about it to just jump on it because I knew we'd be with G and that's a really good org with two good, like, proven players already. So I kind of like the. Wor- I I thought like the worst that could happen was top eight, and then like the best that was six. Like I'd very, like.
3: Well, the top five was very strong. I mean, that's a really fair estimation for B two B one SSG, three phase. Like your solid four that have kind of remained the same since last season, and then Fury are coming over top for yeah. a world? So yeah, top five looked really tough to get into, and you guys did get that spot from FURIA, essentially, who missed out. Yeah, it, so. I thought
2: I thought the top five was pretty like solidly FURIA, SSG, Phase, G two, and V one. Yeah, I I was I was torn between like V one, Optic, Complexity. Well, oh so yeah, I, Optic as well. It, it seems like oh, yeah, you I guys
0: know. you guys are leaving out Energy, just, I just find that kind of odd. I just. <laughs> Wow. Well, well, I mean it just it just seems like I don't know at the beginning yeah. of the scene like you could throw energy in there, you
3: know? No. Did you? You threw the bit.
0: I mean it, there was nine teams I felt like. So as so like nine. did you did you really think it was impossible for energy to make major?
3: Uh I, had, I thought it was a very low percentage chance, yeah. But very like
0: low. over so you thought like energy would be ninth? Or like uh, tenth or whatever? Because you said complexity I, I, yeah, I uh, would impug- have put Cole over
3: them. Fury also- over them. Yeah, Optic. Optic, Optic over, over them, them. Yeah. But Energy actually finished ahead of Optic, so I was wrong about that. But yeah, I, I uh, overestimated Optic, I guess. Yeah, Energy may- maybe a lot eighth. Of people I did. they'd be fighting Gen G for eighth. That's where, that's where I thought they'd be. Give the nod to Gen G. Kind, Top kind, of,
0: kind of a little side question. Do you guys think that there will be a different team heading into the major for NA? Or next major? Or do you think it's going to be the same five?
3: Um. I guess that's a good time to bring up the rumours that Lost is moving to NA to join Furious. So like, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, I think there's going to be a different team. Because <laughs> that sounds uh, like a terrifying <laughs> prospect um, if that's really happening. Lost to Furia uh, in replacement to replace Kaio. Kaio had a pretty bad split um, the fall. He finished off last season well, but did not have a good uh, fall split this time.
1: Mm, what are your thoughts, Chronic, on... North America. Nolly's talking a lot of smack about this region. The, the, <laughs> everyone's, everyone's realizing it's easy. What what are your thoughts on your own region as a North American?
2: Uh, I was I, I still think that it is the strongest region. I but like my expect not my expectations, my thoughts got like tempered a bit after the major.
3: Oh, yeah, you guys thought that like, NA was I thought clear. NA was roll, I, yeah. yeah, I thought I NA was You guys, like, to was top, top think, five, yeah. all,
2: all in top eight, like all the five from NA would be in top eight.
3: I remember, yeah, because I, I <laughs> talked to you guys after day two, and Nolly and Jack were both trying to get me to say, they were like, Johnny, Johnny. I think Jack's like, Johnny, 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 right. Listen, listen, Johnny. NA does look better, right? It does look better. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it looks looks better for sure. you <laughs> uh, was
2: just like, Ball just, it doesn't look good I, at all I, I don't i i still don't really get it it's just like like i don't know it just it does seem like it's just the better region but they're just i still think they are but not as clear as i thought that it was do you think it's more NA have a better online play style
1: like they always look better online but on land eu teams seem to just know how to get the job done i,
2: I I actually was like thinking about this a lot during LAN. I think I brought up with Jack once. I was I was gonna say like NA is a lot better online, but I guess it's not really possible to say that because that's just like, yeah because not you know you can SMAD,
3: say. SMAD was just domination for Europe. So even online, you know, NA really didn't have a lot to say. Rizzle will remember that vividly as one of the general managers mm-hmm. <laughs> of oh, North American team. I love I I love every now and then just every every three months I just like mention Smad again just to see the fallout. From,
0: well, it, it doesn't winter. matter. It, well, was, it, was a, it was a Mickey tournament. It was a Mickey tournament. Actually,
3: you you might have missed that you said yeah. You, well, what you exactly? Weren't was SMAD?
2: I feel like I remember that, but I, I can't think. Yeah, of you that.
3: know that that was in your window at the end of our. It was after LCS season X. You would have actually been. Uh, you said you quit the game. I was like I, your, I, I was on like window. twenty
2: past two for like a year and a half. I But I didn't fully quit. I just didn't really pay attention at all. I played mm. pretty casually.
3: Well, Chronic Smad, you know you missed a, a a beautiful event. It was you know the pinnacle of rock league competition in the online era (laughs) it was just uh so many memes there were there were more memes per minute from smad than any other event i've ever seen so for me that was that was a great great uh result for the community
1: i didn't we didn't need like just clear this up once for all as well Uh, T Bates is saying that you grew up in europe for many years as a young child
2: are you actually i don't don't know why people are saying that i was born and raised in (laughs) chicago (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: Teammate <laughs> said he spent
3: eight years in Europe. Where did yes, this come T-Bats from? Teammates was telling us this in person, and
2: he's dead serious. He wasn't.
3: He, de- he wasn't joking about on camera. Are you he sure he serious. wasn't joking? No, oh, he was he dead wasn't. serious. He's like, yeah, yeah, he born in Europe. Yeah, he lived in England for like the first twelve years of his life. And they were like, if you listen to his first like uh, the first like time that he spoke, he sounds English. He's got an accent. Teammate said he's on the desk. Yeah, on yeah, he yeah, said it on the desk. No way. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. He said you had. He no, said you had an like- English. He said you had an English accent, and that was like the. The, the clincher that proved it.
0: Jamaican J- J- coconut. Old chat's like, no way, we got T Bates. Like they got like everybody was in on oh it except my. for Bates. I I
3: I, I was like, nah. I, I saw it. I saw the chronic with the England flag. I was like, that's pretty funny. I see what they're doing there. And then T the Bates is like, no, 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 he's actually English. I'm like, wait, really? <laughs> so I get you got T Bates or T Bates got us?
2: <laughs> I think I think yeah, Foot started you. it under like one tweet. He said, I was born in like Cambridge. Cambridge. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Cambridge yeah. so many and times. Cambridge. I just, it was a joke that apparently people actually started to believe. I had so many, I saw so many like threads where people would argue that we're an EU team because all three of us were EU because I was born in <laughs> an the EU and I was baffled I, by how many oh, people believed it.
3: I, I knew it couldn't be true because there's never been a good rock league team with three English players on it. They always like, I'm sorry quadrant, but they've got to like get rid of one of the English boys for literally any other nationality and they can they can be the best team in the world. But if three English <laughs> players, it never works. So he he couldn't possibly be English
1: t would said,
3: that, like, wouldn't work. do
1: I have news for you? He was like, well, <laughs> Chronic's actually a huge, because I know this. And we. Just I, love that, I love that this would be, <laughs> like, imagine this,
3: like, that that was real. Why would it be, like, secret information?
2: <laughs> that I'd like, be pretty yeah. open about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like keeping a secret. Yeah, don't tell anyone I'm actually English. Should be <laughs> far, If I was English, I wouldn't tell anyone either, so I don't blame <laughs> people for believing it at all.
1: The other narrative that I'm seeing, Rowan, about you is, like, how did like? How did no one know that chronic was was this good? And there's this clip of Jack on Twitch saying that like you weren't like h- how you playing now. Like when you first joined the team, you weren't like w- what you are now. You had to improve a lot, and you improve very rapidly. So he was saying like your challenge game was terrible. That's his quote, not mine. When you first joined uh, and screamed and stuff like. That. Uh, so I am saying, how much impressive. is how much have you improved and learnt? I guess from this new team. It's he's, he's trying to say like you've you've gone from a really good mechanical player to just nearly a complete one of the best in the world now
2: um I definitely have been I did like improve very fast whenever I joined the team because like getting those high level scrims is extremely helpful mm. like we were we were also scrimming more than I think most teams we were scrimming three times a day for a while which is like most people do too and just' yeah, getting like those
3: 50 percent more it's crazy yeah yeah
2: <laughs> most of those high level teams only do two. and just like getting those you high think level that's scrims, lazy
3: do you think that's lazy chronic to only do two scrims a day as a high level team? Jack
2: and I argue about scrims a lot. He thinks that if a team would just scrim like six times every day, they would just win everything. Well and i
3: you don't think so? No?
2: Uh I I guess they would give themselves like the highest probability to win, but I still don't think that scrimming that much more like would make it so that they just like win everything.
3: There's but, there is evidence of in other esports. It's not really been tested in Rocket League before, but I I'm pretty sure you know when League of Legends became like really popular in Korea, like they were like a whole year late or like maybe 2 years late if I recall. I think it was a year late or something to actually having the game available in the country. So they were way behind. People thought they would be miles behind when they played their first world championship, but they were already better than North America and Europe in the first world championship they played, and it was because of the like Rigorous, like non stop practice regime that they had compared to Europe and North America, were very lazy. I, I, I was always yeah, wondering, actually, like, what if Rocket League came out in Korea, like, and they like applied their, you know, system that they've got in place from other esports, would they just catch up incredibly quickly?
0: Uh, I, actually, I actually heard about that too, because, like, uh, probably like the early seasons of league where you'd hear that, like, the Korean teams were playing for like 12 hours a day. And they, 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 they would they wake like, up. They had like calluses on play. their head. Yeah, they'd yeah. wake up, solo queue scrim, play, study, eat, whatever.
3: Play, eat again, play, yeah. go to sleep. Like, it was literally like they lived League of Legends. And, like, it was such a. Like, they did they, this. They, they, it was mainly StarCraft that pioneered it, as far as I'm aware. They would just get, like, you know, a whole bunch of people into a tiny house and they would just play StarCraft all day. Yeah. It, it, like, just a whole house. bunch of nerds in the house. Everybody's practicing and. That's all you do. If you if you don't practice, the guy next to you is gonna you know get better faster than you, and you're not gonna be able to keep up. So everybody was just like so competitive with their practice time, and Rocket League is not like that. But it seems to work. You know the the top players, some of the best players, don't actually have you know the most hours, don't have the most rigorous scrim schedules. So my, it might be a different system.
2: My whole thing is that like like I really love Rocket League. I love scrimming normally the and just competing, but. I feel like if I scrimmed that much, I would just be like miserable, and
3: you'd start trolling scrims.
2: Yeah, if I'm and if I'm not enjoying it, I feel like I would just start to play worse. Just like affect everything in my life, and then I'd just start to play worse. See, I've heard that for
3: some teams, um, you know, the 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 kind of like point that line gets crossed very early in the scrim schedule for the day is like you know halfway through or even twenty minutes into the second minutes, scrim. Yeah. You know, it's like. They're already somebody's already trolling. It's like boom! Now somebody's trolling. Like there, there's just some, you know yeah. boost grabbing, bumping, just complete troll playstyle happening. From I've heard this from not lots of teams actually. Do you guys have that problem, chronic? Do you guys have like a a line where they're like, oh no, Chronic's trolling. He's playing um, too much League today. We need to get we need to get him out no. of here.
2: So especially at the beginning, I would kind of want to troll all the time, but their oh. Jack and Ali are. Very serious, and so I would never. Wait, wait, be able wait Pause. To, like, wait, why troll. would you
3: want to troll? Why? I would not want to troll, means?
2: but like three hours of scrims because I I haven't really ever scrimmed often, and so that was really hard for me at first to get into. But literally every time I would try to troll, they would just shut it down, and just you try to troll. I'm I wouldn't really say that but like uh, if I ever <laughs> like I'm
3: like, gonna see him he's sneaking up under the ceiling for a really dumb pre jump and they're like Chronic, get down get, get down get off that well right now get on the ground go get the little boost pad and like and he's like oh fine okay just get back on the ground
2: <laughs> Yeah but they're they're very serious and so I've kind of just like adapted that and taken it on and mm. so now we, we I, I actually don't think we ever troll scrums.
3: You didn't look enviously at the teams or are trolling scrims against you, like, man, I wish that could be me. That looks so much fun. You're right it run. first,
2: but not, not anymore. Though.
3: You're looking at them like, ah, oh, that could be me. That could be trolling right now.
2: I would just do that, but I would say would be like, damn, I, I wish I could troll sometimes, but I, I, don't, I don't think like that anymore.
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, scheduling six hours of scrims, like, you could do it, but it doesn't matter a lot because a lot of teams will just stop after 30 minutes, yeah. like you said. Yeah, like, we, yeah. Because, yeah, like, most teams you'd do have to, two you'd hours. Have to, you'd have to get probably... Europe
3: scrims. You'd have to scrim Europe teams in their yeah, scrim block they, they and they then would take North it, yeah, cross teams Yeah, cross-region,
0: they would take it serious. That's like, the only way. Is
3: you've got to scrim in, like, both of the, the regions. You'd probably, like, have a bad time with ping, but, you know, it's better than going against but, people trolling.
1: Like... Is, when you look at like other games, there's so many that, you know, like league, there's 105,000 champions, like CS, there's different maps, different setups. Like, is Rocket League really that strategical or is it mainly like individual mechanics and like, are, are there that many situations? Like, uh, is there a point where if you're just swimming six hours a day that it's not like, are you really improving? Or is it more about like individual mechanics? Like how strategical really is Rocket League? at the end of the day?
2: Uh, I think that, like, it's more, with scrimming six hours a day, you're more just, like, getting consistent and just trying to be, like, the most consistent thing, because, or consistent team, because Rocket League is kind of just performing on the day, and so, like, usually the most consistent team will win, Mm. and with Swiss, it allows for a little more inconsistency, but, like, with future formats, it's not so much, because, like, we we were pretty inconsistent Swiss. We we didn't have that as bad a Swiss as some would like to say, besides Regional 2, but we were pretty inconsistent. But...
3: <laughs> I think people also remember the, the Swiss where you didn't qualify first try um, yeah, as, but... as well.
2: Yeah, I because guess. Because that we... was like your
3: first tournament, but it did look sh- it looked shaky, and people are thinking, oh, is that a bad Swiss? Because you had that bad Swiss, then you did make it in. Then you had uh, like another bad Swiss after that. It's so like, you know... Mm-hmm. Oh, compared to like a space station is just 3 every time, or a phase who look much more bulletproof. That was, I think, the, the comparison. there is like, okay, Gen and Swiss clearly here, but in the bracket they're above everybody. And that, that's that, that. was literally my only. I was on the desk for one prediction the entire event, and it was a, I think it was a Gen G Liquid series. I said, yeah, Gen G, and the, they made the bracket. This is uh, going to be different this time, because I, 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 I know people always say like, oh, first seeds never won, and all this, and. You know you can't. You've got to like throw a curveball because the League is never what you expect. But I want to thank you again, Chronic, for winning because finally a first seed won, and not only for me but the entire Chalked podcast. We did collective predictions, and we had you guys winning. We didn't get the second place right, but we did get Gen right. People call this stupid for picking a first seed, but it worked. So if you, you guys listen to me, you would have got the second
0: place right. I just want to say that.
3: Wait, really? Did you? Did you? Nah.
0: No, I, it I didn't know but come I was on, definitely trying to on. send them further. That's for sure.
3: I, I was trying to send oxygen further. I said they were going to do well, but you know, this I, think should I have. had oxygen sure. in eighth. I had them in eighth, so I got that one right. We They're we had a, as a collective, consistent. we had them out in Swiss, <laughs> and then they just three on Swiss.
1: That like that oxygen series against Faze, like summed up oxygen just peak Rocket League into just not having anything. They just swung. I don't know. That was a weird series. <clears throat> my mentality they, get,
3: they were swinging for home runs they kept missing they were like what yeah. are they doing like just chill like phase are not doing anything i well, when i was watching that series i was like phase are doing absolutely nothing they're just waiting for oxygen to go and then they're moving the ball like phase have the ball oxygen come like flying in and phase are just like yeah i'm just gonna move it over here I'm just gonna pop it a little bit oxygen player flies past it second man comes in he flies past it i don't know they they, they just didn't seem to have a a lower gear like Gen G did. Gen G were just like, "Oh, Phase F- are just chilling. We're just gonna make sure we don't overextend." Because I'm not trying to leak any of your chronic strats here, but you know, it seemed like the 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 win condition for Phase was just be sit back merchants and counter attack.
2: Yeah, I, I pulled up that series right now on Wikipedia because I remembered that that series against like Oxygen Phase. There was no like close games at all. All the games were more than one goal apart, and yeah. it's just because it was either like Oxygen just completely overextended and lost the game or they just destroyed because their overextends extensions like always worked
3: exactly this guy should be an analyst like just honestly retire one at one become an analyst you're you're nailing it
2: retire at the pinnacle of my crew
3: yeah the peak. Oh, i that's guess a, you got get, get worlds yeah
2: yeah i yeah.
1: retired just just peaking in a t- 12th place at <laughs> worlds it was it was ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> um fear did fear i uh, saw you jumped in you asked about their comms i think we we covered a bit before though like if you're listening to gen g's comms it it sounds absolutely chaotic but put yourself in there as one of the people talking and you're only listening to two other people comm it's actually not that chaotic You gotta I mean, think about it like as long that
3: as think. what's being said is useful i don't think it sounds that chaotic to be honest like rocket league comms to me sound very clean because rocket league is if you had to only calm, like, maybe five different phrases, you could get by. You could get by with, I've got it, you, no, mm-hmm. no boost, uh, like, I don't know, demoing. Like, there's very, like, you could keep it very simple and it would it would function. There's other esports and other games where you need to calm, like, very specific information for, like, a million different abilities constantly. And it's mm-hmm. way more chaotic than Rock League. Rock League, actually, I don't think is that chaotic at all. If the As long as the information is useful... I don't really mind the volume personally of of like comms flying in as long as it's useful information. I have been critical in the past of some teams' comms I listen to, and I'm like, why is this guy like telling me every five seconds how much boost he's got? Why is I'm on the
1: way to back left boost. I've arrived. Yeah, it's like useless information like
3: that. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah. Why? Why? (laughs) You know, some teams like really just try and calm everything for no reason. But if you're just like chronic saying saying, I got it, 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 that's actually more useful than you know. Saying four useless things and then saying I got it, in my opinion. So I, I think I think the comms sound great. I don't know. Uh, good. I don't know. People need to listen to other games. You'll see. You'll hear some mad, mad comms, ridiculous words per minute, being uttered.
1: I think, you know, we mentioned like practice and we talk about how strategically is Rocket League. This is a little bit of a good segue because I know Rizzo had a, a nice one that I think Chronic would be able to weigh in on in terms of. There was a Reddit post where someone said. Is this the death of, like, the one-man army team? Can you just have one one guy with mech? Are we are we in a new era now where it's more about team-based Rocket League? I think that was... was, was that, I haven't actually read it, Rizzo, but I'm yeah, assuming that's uh,
0: what it is. honestly, I never read a, I read a whole <laughs> Reddit post in my life. But, yeah, there, there is... The, I read the title, so I think I got the gist of it. Of, uh, yeah, the one-man army thing is basically, like, um, if you think to, like, rogue with first killer where he carried them to like win a regional sort of thing um where it's like that like that sort of straight carry but now uh people are thinking that that's like dead that's not going to happen anymore and a lot of it is like team focus so like say gen g now you don't look at all three of them and uh i mean maybe now you can make an argument but nobody's really making an argument say like a month ago for like a best player in the world this someone is carrying this team this guy looks like a step above the rest and then um I would honestly put, like, G2 in that book as well, where they all look pretty even. Um, Yeah. And I think... And same with, like, say, like, BDS, right? Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of them, like, it doesn't look like there is a clear-cut best player on the team. And I think, you know, just... People are wondering how that's going to look, I guess.
3: That's all of the teams who have won lands since... uh the online era ended, like BDS, they were not, they they were a very like, they were, they were a unit when they won the Fall major last season. Same with G2 Moist. in winter, same with Moist, same with BDS again at Worlds, now same again with Genji. Like every team that wins, they've got like, uh they're all on the same pa- page. It's not just like one guy hard carrying. Online, we've seen maybe a one or two like harder carries. We have seen like series wins that are just straight up 1v3s, like Yan mm-hmm. 1v3-ing uh, Optic at uh, London last season. But I, I would agree. I think the, the age is dead. I I have been like on the, I've I've been waiting for that for a long time. Like, see when Squishy joined Energy, so many people were like, "This isn't gonna work because there's too much mechanics in this team." I'm looking I'm looking at these takes. Like, what are people talking about? That's not a thing. You can't have too much mechanical ability. It's <laughs> always better to like get more mechanics. Like, there are other aspects of the game, of course. But if you if if all else is equal, and you've straight up like upgraded a player mechanically, that's gonna be an improvement. And it, 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 I don't know if there's ever going to be a one v three team again. It's, I don't know if it's possible for somebody to separate themselves from the pack the way others have.
1: I don't even know if it's like because, like John said in chat, teams with more good players is better than teams with one elite player. But I don't even know if it's necessarily if you put the three of both to play like both teams are three together and you say like who's got the better players on the team. I think it's something just like how they play as a unit. Like yeah, I, I'm not. I don't think you, like with the greatest respect to you guys, chronic I don't think you're the three best yeah, players I, in the I, world, but I think yeah, you're the best team as a, as a unit. I don't think it's about the individual players, how good they are. I think it's how they play as a team. Like, first killer, like, he might just be stuck permanently being the main character. <laughs> it wouldn't matter how many, like, good players you put him up with. Like, it might just still be that situation where,
2: like, they, he, they just don't play well as a unit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, my opinion actually kind of changed on that because of, like, us. Like, before I kind of thought that if you just have like the three best players in the world on one team... Okay, well, if you have three best players on the world on one team, they're obviously going to be like really good, but I think it is more important to like play like a unit instead of just having one person do it all mechanically.
3: Do you think that is as much mental as it is gameplay as well? Because it seemed to me like a lot of teams at this last LAN were struggling with like internal issues or... You know, not really looking like they're having a good time in the studio or on stage. Like various teams having like you know moments or even entire series where they just look like they have no vibes at all. There's completely flat. And actually, you guys had a pretty you know the the series where you got destroyed by oxygen. And so I'm not trying to like uh, you know bring back bad memories here. But <laughs> how important <laughs> would you say it is to have the you know the vibes and the energy? You guys were like so much energy when you're on stage, winning and coming back against Liquid, for example. Compared to oxygen, where it was like, man, what's going on here, guys? Like, what what would you say? Were there, were there differences? Uh, you know, did, did you guys have any like different approach mentally to try and make sure that doesn't happen again? Okay,
2: so, I re- I think mental's like pretty underrated in rock league. I think it is extremely important to have a really good mental and just like always be able to come back when you're down. But in our defense against action, there's kind of no way for us to get hyped because we didn't score a single goal after like two minutes into game one so we didn't, oh, really yeah, have, yeah. We didn't have a chance to get hype <laughs> but like our, our mental was pretty drained after game one i think because against a team like oxygen when they're on like that and when you let them build confidence it's so hard especially i found it now on lan it is very hard to kind of break a team's confidence like that and like build confidence mid-series you kind of have to go into serious confidence it seems like and oxygen there's just we we're not stopping them. They were pre jumping every goal, and they had this one goal where, like, Jory hit the ball over to Archie on the wall, and then Jory like, fell off the ceiling. And they, like, passed it to each other, and then he. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, and it was. Just, after that, yeah, I was like, it's yeah, good. it's just, it's wraps. I don't even know what to do. But, and also, I don't know if it's just because it's probably helps a lot that we've always just been so good in bracket, but, like, going to this land, my mentality was that if we could get to brackets kind of just over, we can just win. And. Mm-hmm. Like, I always thought Swiss was going to be the hardest part, which it kind of was, but we did come pretty close to losing Liquid. And against Liquid, even when we were down 3-1, my mental was never really bad, like it would be in a best-of-five. Like, I still kind of held the mentality that we'd be able to win the entire time, and we showed that through, like, our comms. We were getting really hyped still, even down 3-1 in yeah. the series.
3: That's why I asked it, cause I saw that. I was like, hey, okay, now the Gen D are clearly still in this. You know, you're down 3-1, which is, you know... Triple match point, same thing as you know being down 2-0 against Oxygen in, in Swiss. But the the Genji I could see on stage is like a, a completely different team from the team that's like losing two zero to Oxygen. You guys really look like you you still had that had the you know let's just win mentality. Um, mm. is it like is it is, is do you think goal scoring? You mentioned earlier you didn't have anything to celebrate about. Is, is it is so important to to actually score a goal and get hyped, or you know can the clean reset like new game nil nil be that moment?
2: Um, I think there's two things. So one against oxygen, I will say our mentality was pretty down. Cause in between games, like we'll we'll scream like at the beginning, like when we're down three, one against, like we're going to say like game five, we'll scream like let's go, we got this. Like at the beginning of a game, and against oxygen, there was just none of that going into a game two, yeah. three when we were down. Mm-hmm. And then also I don't know why, but timeouts are really good for resetting mental. And obviously in the best five, we weren't able to. Call a timeout and reset our mental. So it was just, we weren't able to come back or even like put in an effort to come back. So <clears throat> you said like your, your, I guess your idea of your,
1: the team or like the best team in Rocket League has changed now with this, with this, with your lineup. Because like, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but if you're going to build a team previous to this team, you wouldn't be putting Jack and Noli. You'd be looking at, you know, everyone wants to get the best players in the world on their team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So do you think that like this is the, this is a change now where it's not just, get the best player there's a lot more to it it's about you know how they play as a team and their chemistry and
2: the vibes yeah i do i think players have to click mentally like i think that is extremely important we just click really well as a team mentally and vibes wise
0: also i think um one of the more it's it's becoming more and more important but i think it's like much harder for like a team to want to grab somebody who is known for trolling scrims. You know, because it's like it, it's I we we always bring up trolling scrims, but it's like so apparent now or like there's like this basically like this list of people that constantly do it. Um, and so like if if you are a team looking for a third player, you're probably not going to want to grab somebody who doesn't even want to play the game. You want somebody who's going to be super motivated. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
3: Could that be like yeah. the, the well actually i was gonna this kind of ties into another question i was gonna ask you chronic could would that be like advice for the guys who are now looking at you because all of the like uh bubble players in, in north america all of the guys who are like just about to turn 15 and be old enough to play rcs are thinking right i want to do what chronic just did you know who, who maybe not with two european players coming over the region but you waited you didn't do it straight away you actually waited do you think there's any benefit to waiting and just taking your time actually playing on a team with other players who are kind of at the same stage of their career um as you and yes uh you know secondly like we mentioned to take the practice seriously because you're not going to like you know when you get that scrim against a good team if you don't take it as seriously as possible they're never going to like look at those players as a you know in his highest high esteem as they otherwise would
2: wait i' i'm, I'm kind of
3: confused wait should, so what should people ones? wait should people like go play with like uh two other bubble players try I... and get, run try and get some experience instead of just being like you know what Drees did like really really tough decision uh, uh position to be in jumping in and a top team all expectation on him yeah i think he actually did pretty well but like he came straight out of like uh you know bubble scene I think he just turned 15 as well right and he was straight onto g2 uh
0: yes i think. think so
3: and like daniel did the same thing with space station it worked for him um but
1: i mean james yeah. had big shoes to fill.
3: so he yeah I he did
0: massive shoes, shoes?
3: But, yeah do you think there's a, do you think you, you personally like learned much in that one year where you're just like i'm not gonna rush this there's no need to you know get in there just because i'm 15
2: yeah so actually i it, like i wanted to go pro when i was 15 but like i said i my parents weren't really supportive and i just wasn't really in a situation where i could commit to a team but i do think that waiting did help me out a lot because i just like learned a lot from sitting out and i kind of realized how much i wanted to play and wanted to grind and i i think that is a really big thing to show people that you want to grind and play the game because if you don't show that then you don't want to just like get onto a team and kind of just stop playing whenever you get in the team and like Stay at 40 past two and just don't really play the game much you want to show that you like can grind even after getting to that place that you wanted to get and not get content
0: oh that's Did like you get? Uh, sorry you go. sorry go on no i don't know no, you okay i was gonna say that's like the org curse because uh, some players or teams they'll play a bunch whatever and they get a good placement and then an org will be interested uh, so once they start getting paid they kind of all right we're here now you know i made it so now i'm just gonna chill and then they start doing horrible and they just have bad results
2: yeah or th- yeah a lot of players have done that in the past where they kind of they get a result that they're content with or they get a result or they get on a team that they're content with and they kind of just stop playing the game and it's ultimately like hurts them and their career. Did you get
3: did you get big scrims or any um uh, when you were playing with randoms your previous team did any of the top team scrim you or like did any of the middling teams scrim you guys
2: uh, no, not really. We, what, we kind of scrimmed mainly bubble teams. Did you ask? Did what, you what like What about reach after it? you
0: got top eight?
2: Uh, no, I don't, I still don't think we really got good scrims. I think like complexity scrimmed us into rogue, but besides that, we didn't really get any great scrims, so we kind of scrimmed bubble teams. We also didn't really care that much, so we didn't, we were scrimming like five times a week. We didn't really scrim much. Yeah. <laughs> we were kind of just winging it and having a good time. But we did still obviously we want, really want to do well.
3: So do you do you think like uh, you know because there's all there's been a lot of discussion over the past year like um, about who scrims who and should top teams scrim lower rated teams or should they just say nah we're better than them we have nothing to learn from them we shouldn't you know it is it's a it's a valid discussion but do you think you you guys it was kind of your own, your own fault in a way you said you're only scrim five times a week you're not really trying to practice that hard you're not you know really pushing to get those like best practice partners
2: yeah maybe I don't I don't know I don't even really remember honestly if we asked those bigger teams for scrims but like during that time still I wasn't really completely motivated I still wasn't really grinding the game that hard so it was it was I did want to win but it wasn't like I wasn't super motivated to go out there and grind the game to win I think
1: this is a perfect example of why top teams should not scream bubble teams because look how much chronics evolved from screaming against top teams day in day out. So this is why top teams want to gatekeep because they don't yeah, want them to there get is better. Incentive they, to don't, gatekeep, they don't definitely. want
0: they don't want another chronic. There's actually a good question from chat. Yeah. Chronic. Does Genji scrim bubble teams? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. It just it doesn't like as a bubble player before, I was always a little irritated, but it just
0: doesn't really seem like
2: He's like,
1: you peasants.
0: <laughs> I mean, you only get two or three hours of scrims a day. You gotta make them count, right?
2: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really seem worth the time when you can just like improve faster playing the better teams.
3: And also keep the peasants outside the castle.
2: <laughs> I like
1: how like if when he was at a bubble player, he's like, Why why would they not want to scrim us? Like we're gonna give our best. And then when he's on top, he's like, it just doesn't make sense to scrim these absolute shitters. <laughs> Do you know, I've changed my mind. <laughs> I, I see
3: what the, I totally understand why they didn't screw me back in the day. I I get it though, you know I get it. I think uh, it's probably I, I I the my theory. I don't know have you heard my theory in this chronic? But in Europe, there's a lot of like you know national cliques. Like the French players all hang out and play together. The you know Spanish players all hang out and play together. The English players. So like even if someone's like on a bubble team if they're you know just friends with uh someone who's the same nationality of them i think they're more likely to get that practice and more likely to get that experience than in america where it's just like everybody's speaking english well except for like Furia moving over and complexity but everybody speaks english there aren't like the same cliques maybe there's like one or two but it's i think that's always been why i think the yeah you guys call it cliques or something don't you yeah we don't say that Clicks. we don't say yeah. that Sorry guys, I'm not, uh, it's an accent thing, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll cut, uh, cut, cut the cut there in case we do, it's <laughs> always like a, a rabbit hole when we start talking about yeah. how many different ways are jack,
0: jack will have to teach you how to say it, since he's American now.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear his like uh, American accent. Could a jack do an American
2: accent? Probably. I'm sure he can. I think, I think we actually, while we were in London boot camping, I think I had him do it a few times, I think he had a pretty good American accent.
3: Can Nolly do one? There's no way Nolly can do it. No, as great. You can't this even. Nolly can't even do it.
2: Yeah, Scott's accent's a lot heavier.
1: There's no way those two get a visa and then say, "I'm American now," like it's a citizenship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I am an A. Holy. Uh, I wanna, man, um...
3: The visa interview is so funny. I wonder, like, they asked uh, me when I went to get one to cast LA Major do you have any other aliases that you go by? And I was like, yeah, my online name is Johnny Boy. The person's like, yeah, fair enough. Kind of makes sense. Your name's John McDonald, Johnny Boy. Yeah, kind of related. And then Stumpy's in the booth next to me and he's like, <laughs> asked the same question. He's like, um, yeah, so I also go by Stumpy or sometimes Stumpy Goblin. He's <laughs> just like an ad, like Goblin. <laughs> writing this down like, who is this guy? What is he on about? So, Jack probably had the same thing. He's like, Yeah, I'm also called apparently Jack. And the first, like, why is he saying apparently? Like, just say Jack.
1: <laughs> because, like, what, the, what the visa, think? the visa's like for like Academy Award winners and stuff. And it's like, Yes, I'm uh, yeah. Stumpy Goblin. <laughs> stumpy Goblin.
3: Yeah, we got 01 visas. So, it's like a tough one to get. But uh, I think it's a bit easier for the pros because they fall into the, the perf- what is it, athlete visa? That's, um, more people get those. There's far more athlete visas going around, uh, around than Oh um, ones Stumpy Goblin got one while literally being called Stumpy Goblin. Incredible. Well played.
1: <laughs> Stumpy Goblin. Um, I want to circle back because uh, I don't want to try and extract juice out of you, but I'm really interested in this topic of like, <laughs> oh, now it's go. not just like pick the best players and like you'll win. Or, you know, if we don't win, we, this guy's bad at the game. We need a roster change. So now you've got Jack and Nolly. You've 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 had this epiphany that you know the three v three. You don't just need to have first killer and beast mode or something on your team to win land. Do you think say first killer? Let's look at phase clan fourth clan always fourth. What is holding phase clan back from winning a land? Is it do that? Is it people? Does 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 first need to keep doing like a builder bear workshop and create his own adventure, or is it like a mentality thing? Like what?
2: I do what, I think what do you it's think it kind of purely a mentality thing. I think kind of like being friends with their team and having a really good mental and good vibes is really huge, and kind of you don't really see that in phase. I also I don't know if it's true, but I, I feel like after getting that many fourth places, you could just have a mental block. So that definitely yeah. could be weighing them down a lot, especially first killer.
3: Fourth killer. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is actually ridiculous. So like the, the as I, actually, I think I'll they've only it. they've only missed one fourth place. It was in um, uh, London. They got, yeah, uh, they got ninth, ninth, twelfth, or uh, whatever, whatever the format was. But you, they got fourth, and even in Gamers Eight, I think they got fourth. It's it's, it's actually it's actually insane. Mm-hmm. Um, how many fourths they get? But,
0: I, um, I would take. I would take a bunch of fourth places. It's, oh. it's
3: pretty good. It's you actually mean, pretty, pretty
2: good. It fourth, sounds fourth good. First first not, first you first always first. want to win. So like, whenever you're getting that much, it, it
0: has to. Yeah, kind of yeah. You can say you always way. want to win. Me and CJ would say one One for one. The same <laughs> one over it.
1: I mean, like,
0: it, if it w- was a medal though, third, fourth,
3: because they got third, fourth this time. So if that was at the Olympics. Both the, both the third, fourth finishers would get a bronze medal, so they would be happy. Actually, the, bron- the, the person is, isn't that like the thing about podiums. The gold medalist is really happy because they got gold. Silver medalist is sad because they were one away from winning. And the bronze medalist is like happy because they got a medal. They're like, oh my god! And then fourth is like devastated. So maybe it's not so bad. Maybe we should call them third killer because they got they did get third. Do you have your medal? Is
2: that what you're looking for? No, 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 no. I I thought my mom knocked on my door. I will be back in like a minute. Hang on. Okay. Sure. No problem.
0: <laughs> Did he get a oh, medal? Oh, now he's
1: gone.
3: <laughs> you, should run, you should run some ads, Riza. Get the, get the ads in there.
0: No, I don't, I don't need to run any ads. I'm good. Listen, let's... Oh, let's, I, know, let's, I, know let's I know you're just I trying to help say. me out, but I don't, I don't have any ads. Look at possible. this guy.
1: I've got the next topic, though, that we'll bring Chronic in on because mm. everyone's talking about let the, the potential... This is probably going against what I've just said, but the potential super team first killer B-mode Daniel. Yeah. I think that team would actually dominate. Going against what i said about being a team, i think
0: oh, that, I, I think it, I think it would French. too but also somebody did mention they're like why doesn't that just happen oh, you know, so oh my somebody God. chat why, well, if that's the case then why doesn't it just happen why don't they just deep yeah it's because it's because there was orgs and the orgs want money and the org other orgs would have to pay a lot to get those players specifically that's why simple answer i
3: it's, still it's, think I don't know. that it would make more sense to have one hype man and the one hype player on the team Instead of just the the uh, Daniel Beast mode first, I think that team would be contending for any event that they're in. They're, like at some point, like the talent is going to be so great, yeah. that even if they don't have the best like team atmosphere. Which we're purely speculating here. They might, they might actually, you know, it's, have, a, have it's a hypothetical, and they're all good friends. yeah. so maybe it be, maybe it would be great. Um, maybe it wouldn't. But even if they didn't have a good team atmosphere, I think they would still be just so talented that they would be threat to anyone
0: yeah. i think they
3: would be more consistently like i, you know, I, I really rate I'm players back. like calm who are just there in the middle they making a lot of noise and i think it was a, a big part of gen g's success as well that they had jacks uh come out of his shell he was very like restricted i feel in Dignitas. he didn't want to like cheer too loud in case scrubber or is cringe at him <laughs> for for cheering and now now in uh gen g it's just like he, he looks like he's much more himself i feel i like don't too. know i
1: I'm all about, uh, like, I'm going against what I said about, like, let's build the best teams, the best environment. But I just think, like, Chronic, you're, you're just back. We we're just talking about the potential f- first killer BMO Dan lineup that, w- uh, which I said is probably going against what I said about building the best team instead of the best players. But I honestly think that team would dominate.
2: Yeah. Just, I, that is kind of like, like, when you think, like, the big three of NA, you kind of do think of those three. That's yeah, kind for, of the, that's, for the past year, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. like, kind of what everyone thinks about. That's... I, I do think that they're just, like, so good that it would dominate, but I don't know how good their mental would be. I can't really, like, speak for that, but I don't think they would straight up just win everything. I do, I do think that they would be...
3: Was that, I uh, I can't speak because you don't know, or I can't speak, like, Jose Mourinho's situation?
2: <laughs> Wait, speak. what does that mean? <laughs>
3: I cannot What's speak. The... If I speak, I'm in big trouble.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: uh, <laughs> kind of a PR thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack taught you all. It's so simple, you Okay. If I speak, I'll be in big trouble. <laughs> so I you think
1: that they would not dominate? But you'd—I just. <sighs> yeah, I maybe. I, mean, I, I, maybe I, think, think, I think. I think they, they would really dominate. Good. I don't think they would win but, everything. Yeah. like
2: like like. I feel yeah. like
3: Do you know what would happen? I know exactly what would happen, because it's a team with first killer on it. They would win the first regional that they play together, easily, and then they would not <laughs> nice win anything. They just come fourth to everything. <laughs> then well, maybe like the yeah, another regional well, win at the end of the season and just do the exact same thing because I don't know. It just keeps happening. Doesn't matter who you put in the roster. Like whatever whatever
0: happening. org they end up on, uh, like of the three SSG phase or V1, um, if, if it were to happen, like the other two would definitely like decrease your, you know they're placements i think i think
3: daniel is a player who could like go a one above uh, first killer and like be the first ever teammate of first killer who doesn't just like let first killer be the guy then it'd be daniel i
0: think builder. daniel
3: yeah i think daniel could be the, the <laughs> guy <like> even <laughs> the only guy who could be the guy in a team of first killer
1: uh, well I mean, look at FaZe, right? You bring up a great point. FaZe Clan, they pick up AJ last season. First regional, absolutely dominate. Everybody and said, well,
3: this is unfair. How did we let these guys together?
1: This is the best team we've unfair. ever seen. And Super then they team. like didn't make top eight, and then they still made land. They make get fourth place. Then we see this season pick up Mist, dominate the first regional, and then they're thinking, oh, my goodness, Mist is a perfect replacement. He's, he's the third man that they need to lock it down. And it's not like they fell off. They're getting fourth place. They're still, like, one of the best teams in the world, always a contender to win a land. But is this now, like, is this more proof that it is a mental thing? Like, they're, they're good enough to win lands to, you know, continue that trajectory from the first event? Or is it purely like a honeymoon thing? Like, any they pick up a new team, they're like, oh, how good are we first regional? And then they fall off.
2: I, I think it just, like, has to be a mental thing because... Their floor is so high in regionals mm. too. Like I think I think their floor literally in like every split is always top two and I pretty much like I, I don't I can never see them going below that 'cause they always just they always beat the teams they need to beat. It's just a matter of whether they can win or not. 'Cause they with first on your team, you're never really gonna lose to a team that you shouldn't lose to. Yeah. And so I, I just I feel like it has to be a mental thing at that point. It's an interesting
3: one. I mean it's 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 interesting because with mist i mean the teammates that fresh Killers had Mist, typical aj ever like for the past two seasons everybody would put those guys pretty high up in like their you know na rankings like top 10 pretty consistently as individuals um and then there's also Illusion, who's now coach of chronic he played with them and they got the exact same results like they did the same results with Illusion, aj as they then did with AJ Sipical, as they've now done with Sipical Mist. So actually, I think, you know, a- uh, Aleutian, he was like the the guy who, play style wise I think, I if I was, like, jamming that team, I want a player like Aleutian back he then. He was good on, he man, was wasn't like, he? Yeah, he was just, like, doing everything he had to do. He's, like, you know, cutting mid-passes because on zero boost instead of going for the hundred. He's, like, being aggressive. He's, like, challenging so his teammates can... Just chill back and like be ready to take the ball for free. I don't know, like the none of the teammates that First has had since solution have been that kind of role to me. Like been a kind of like a a disruptor. And that's what I think First Clear needs, personally.
1: Great point as well on Alu, because Chronic, tell me, how much has Alu given you secret source on First Clear and Phase Clan as a former <laughs> teammate? Uh, <laughs> he
2: doesn't really say much. But he, about FaZe, but he, I mean, he, he's given us the way to beat FaZe and it's worked pretty well. Oh, exactly. I mentioned team. that uh,
1: when you guys were playing it, you, you lost, the, you figured them out once you fig- you haven't lost to them since the third yeah, original, have you? The first since loss first was, first was a
3: very nerve wracking performance as well, where there were mechanical mistakes everywhere from you guys. What, uh, first ritual? The, yeah, yeah. They, they, they rolled us.
2: it wasn't even close. Yeah, I think, it wasn't I think close. It was but swapped. You,
3: yeah, the Faze the were kind of, I think, in that series surprised. They're like, wait, what? How is this team in the final? Because you guys weren't playing well um, in that series, but then you did play well every other time you played versus them. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, we, the style
2: seems to work pretty well. We played really bad against them. Like they were, they were mm-hmm. so dominant the first regional, but we also just did play really badly. Like the first regional, I'd say that it was more of like, a co- like Jack was own oh, goalie amazing all split but no 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 uh, oh, the no. first regional was like a jack complete masterclass no oh, okay. the first regional, he like against v1 and <laughs> ssg kind of like solo carried and then the second and third regional me and ali started to like find our place mm-hmm. and i think did- that's part of the reason why we've been so good against them since did you overthink
1: the first grand final against face jack was mentioning you're expecting them based on screams to be like constantly challenging like Insta challenging and they they sat back and you guys gave them the ball a little bit was that more like of a mental like you overthought it and then now you think... figured them out you know how they
2: play okay so i think the main thing was that i literally just got like content with our result in the first regional like literally this is something i've been annoyed about myself for a while now because after we got top eight i was i still wanted to win and then we got top four. I was really happy with that first regional result. And then we got top two, and I was like, okay, this is our ceiling. It's high as we can go. And even uh... after we lost, yeah, even after we, like, our intensity dropped so hard against FaZe. And then even after we lost that series, I, was, I wasn't I was that, like, annoyed. And that should never really happen to me. I was like, oh, wow, what a good first regional. We got second. And that should never, really be the case. Like, I should always... But you want
3: to be annoyed. You'd rather be like, yeah, no, yeah. that wasn't the result we wanted.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because after we lost to V1, I was livid. I wanted to win so bad. And it was just so annoying to bring it back in that series then we lost to Game Seven O T after bringing it back down three one and I just I wanted to win so bad and then we went out there in the third regional and got our win. And I do think that third regional win was so important for us because like it showed that we weren't just like second perma per second and we yeah. we we were able to like get over the mark and then we got our first and we knew we could do it on land too. And it, it was just a really good confidence booster as well.
1: So, you just started wanting it? Uh,
2: yeah, won, I, I... Yeah, I guess so.
3: Vindicated you, right
1: you, now. He's <laughs>
3: you mentioned, like,
1: that uh, the second regional you dropped to, to V1. What are your thoughts on V1? Because they went into LAN and everyone was still not expecting them to do well. And I was like, these guys won a regional. And then they didn't quite do well at LAN either.
2: But what are your thoughts on that team? I feel like they're an interesting... I was kind of, like under under them and because they are they went three and two they actually had worse swisses than us but it was in comparative mm. to like how we actually did in the bracket as well because they they went three and two in every swiss i think in all three regionals but all three of their times in bracket they played us they beat us in the finals and they lost to us twice in quarters so i think people kind of underestimate them a lot because they always are that consistent top eight. They got top eight at LAN, and I I thought they would sweep Secret, but Secret played really well, and they played worse than that expected. Series, them
3: to. by the way, fascinating because Secret are our first South American team who have like decided to park the bus and defend instead of just <laughs> I, sending everyone at the ball. Was, yeah, sorry, I I couldn't believe that they were doing it. The, the insane like pre jumps that this team were producing were, were really quite impressive. Uh, KV1, I think, he, he was a great shout for a defense MVP. So that was cool to see as well. But to beat V1 like that is even more insane because usually V1 are the team parking the bus. But uh, yeah, a Secret parked a bigger bus. I've never seen this. And like, this is, this is against what actually is popular right now in high level Rock League. Usually that's not the case. You don't see two teams sitting back. Everybody wants to attack. And these guys are like, now nah, we're just going to defend. And V1 are like, wait, but that's what we do. <laughs> But okay, I guess we'll attack you and it didn't work. So I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was I didn't really.
2: actually I, I think I only watched two games that series I went out and like and watched on the big screen, but I was just like amazed to see that. I I, I was underestimating secret till that series. I, I thought that there was no chance that they made it through to semis. And they actually played pretty mm-hmm. well against Moist too, but so they basically just sat net. I didn't I actually didn't notice that. I didn't yeah, pretty the much enough.
3: they they were proper like defense like uh simulator like number one defense and the v1 were number two number two defense i believe so yeah number one and number two defense against each other and we we're all thinking like okay who's gonna like actually push to take the midfield see the other team's giving you the midfield like the done thing in pro rock league is to be like cool we'll take it because now you got all well, more boost to play with you got you got the attack so it's more i don't know more more normal to see teams like attacking when they can these teams are just like nah it's just just that's actually
2: like opposite of how I'd expect them to play, because I feel like KV One's a really mechanical player. I'd expect him to kind of use that and like yeah. more ball chase than sitting at Well, that's why
3: he did do that with a club, because KV One played with a club in at Worlds, and he did do that. Like they were very ball chase, very aggressive, and now he's on Team Secret, and he's mm-hmm. getting de- the defensive MVP. So it's a, was... a very well rounded uh, look for him to do two different styles so well.
2: Yeah, I was like a I was a club fan at Worlds. I was rooting Same. for them because yeah, I I really liked the way they played. I was actually kind of surprised with the KV1 kick cuz I I he was their mm. weakest player. He looked really nervous at Worlds, but I did think he has like he had crazy potential and he had the mechanics to play really well. Mm. And I I, just, I was rooting they for the They're very really similar.
3: Cool. I heard at Worlds they were very similar in scrims to uh stage games and to well, uh, scrims to competition whereas other teams would play aggressively in scrims and then dial it back for the competition. K- uh, KV1 and the club were very like, very much the same. They were just as aggressive, every bit as aggressive as they wanted to be.
1: I mean, I want to ask, though, let's, around the world, I want to get your opinion on you. You would have done a few uh, few scrimmies in terms of your boot camp, things like that. Who were you, I guess, expecting... Um... From non NA teams to do well at the major. Like based on scrims, like what teams were looking the best going in?
2: Um obviously K Corp, they we We're not a very dominant team in Scrims, but we we were kinda of dominating at our boot camp and then at the uh, in Rotterdam at Scrims, but K Corp was always really close scrims. I think they probably beat us more than we beat them. I was expecting K Corp to do well, obviously. Also Club. We only we only scrimmed them once, but they were pretty convincing. And then besides that, we kind of Beat most of the EU teams in scrims pretty frequently. Oxygen usually gave me trouble, so I was a little worried going into that series. Which I guess I was worried for a reason, but I didn't really know what to expect out of most of the EU teams. I heard G two did really well in scrims. And oh they just didn't yeah,
3: translate at G2. all. to...
2: G <laughs> two always dominated us in scrims, though. Like even NA, they they're just they're really amazing in scrims. Yeah, yeah, like... club,
3: you say Clubber, you say Clubber scrims. They went one three. I heard falcons were doing really well in scrims they went one three g2 were doing really well in scrims like clapping everybody they went two three and then there was like a bunch of teams I don't this wanna, happens like, all
1: the time doesn't it yeah
3: yeah it, it's crazy I, I, well there's a bunch of teams that were like not just like doing pearly in scrims but like almost at each other's throats like these players are not disbanding enjoying yeah. playing together <laughs> like talking about disbanding and then they're winning and i'm like what is going on is it just better to like you know chronic saying it's good to like be friends with your teammates <laughs> maybe, maybe what there's also the a rivers. world where it's what it just has to be one of the extremes. You have to either be friends with your teammates or absolutely hate hate your teammates. And
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Any
3: either of those does well, but definitely don't
2: be like in the middle. Moist Moist doing well was so surprising to me. I I did not, especially after their online performance in that last regional. I like I knew that they were all pretty good land players. Astral in the past on KC and then Joy and Rise mm. with Moist and like I just I don't know. I had no like expectations for them
0: going to land they just played really well yeah that last regional from them was was a little scary but they honestly like i think Mm -hmm. they they exceeded expectations just because so many people were just like i guess doubting they were just completely doubting them at that point like once they saw um i mean the first two regionals and then the third one as well it's like oh yeah this team is like they barely they barely even made it they clawed their way into the major so getting second. Like, what was it fourth, fourth, ninth? I think.
2: Yeah.
3: I think uh, online they got fourth, fourth, ninth, but then yeah, like. I was. Sorry, go on.
2: Nah, I was a pretty big doubter until the K corps series. Like even after they went two and zero, I thought they beat an unconvincing phase, and then. I can't remember who their second round was against.
0: Yeah, I won't lie. But that phase series was, was, was fought, like because <laughs> club I was game
2: five. Oh, was, oh, yeah. Oh, the series was a very convincing. Sorry, do you, you know?
0: But. Oh, no, I was just yeah. saying uh, <laughs> the the phase series, I was just saying it's so fraud-like because like, I watched it, and I was like so happy that they won, but I was like, uh, I mean, they didn't even know how to aerial. So it was like it was such a yeah. weird win because you yeah. know, they got the 1-0, but they beat a team that kind of forgot how to play. And so it's like, oh, well, that doesn't really help their case. you know? They're not looking strong because that team played pretty, yeah, pretty I was, poorly.
2: I was very unconvinced up until the K-Corp series because they also, then they got... They had pretty tough losses in round 3 and 4, and then they had like another unconvincing win against G2, and they just really came out and played well in bracket, because I'm pretty sure K-Corp kind of owned them, like in regionals and I think oh, they, yeah, they did in
3: yeah. Swiss yeah. too. So really... only... Moist beat them in Swiss once, I think, the first time they played, Moist beat yep. them, and then I think KC won every other time. And KC, they played, they, they played quite a
0: bit in playoffs, and KC beat them. It every was, like,
3: time. 4-1, like, not yeah. close every time. Like, KC had their number. It just looked like KC were totally... And even at the... Didn't they play Major as well then the 3-0 round? The 2-0 round, it was Moist KC. Yeah. KC just 3 yeah. 0 them again. So it looked like it was more of the same. Like, Rise and Joyo looked like they had a bit of a mental block. It looked like they hadn't figured out what they want to do with, like, uh, Astral and the team. Like, they don't have that Vatira at the back anymore. But, yeah, credit to Joyo, actually, for, like, taking a much more defensive role and Um and Astral's, like, just firing in offense. Unreal. Absolutely unreal performances. And Rise, I think, had the and just another solid LAN where he's scoring goals, like, uh, very, very consistently. Just goals. He goals. He's, he's just a goal scorer. He's got the predator instinct. So, yeah, Joyo, like, taking a much more defensive uh, role on that team, showing that he's got more to his game than just, uh, you know, a first man trying to outplay people. Very impressive.
0: So I, I don't know how you guys felt about the land in general, but for some reason I can't get it out of my head that like this was one of the best lands, and I don't know if anybody else feels that way. And it's not it's like I think just like everything, just how everything was uh, like behind I the scenes. Why, Rizzo?
3: why why did you like this land so much? E- everything be- the-
0: everything behind the scene, oh, except for the weather. Weather is a little too cold for me. But everything behind the yeah, scenes was uh was really like. Good, really well thought out. Um, and then even the matches that were played, they felt really exciting, and like the storylines there were really, really good. And even the winner, you know, Gen. g coming out and winning it felt felt mm-hmm. good as well. I think a lot of the time, maybe maybe it was because Casey was supposed to win. Essentially, like they were the favorites going in. I think a lot of times when there's a land event and there's a favorite that doesn't end up winning, it makes the land event better. At least that's how I feel.
3: Because it's like more unpredictable, you mean?
0: Yeah. And then like at, at that point, once that team is eliminated, it's like, oh, it's just kind of, you, you don't really know what to expect.
3: Oh uh, yeah. No, no, anyone, no, no, anyone can win. There's yeah, hope it's up for
0: grabs. Yeah. It's hope uh, anybody okay. can get Cause once I think once other teams see that too, they see Casey's eliminated, we can win yeah. this, you know, it's that sort of mentality. And I think there's a lot of that from fans as well, where it's like, oh my God, it's, it's broken wide open.
1: I think everything about the land was good except the scheduling. Like in general,
0: obviously, the long
1: and the time zone as well was obviously time bad zone as well online. was scuffed. Like why um, it was started
3: way too early for the time. I think it was like the the event, uh, or not the event. the The venue had restrictions about the time yeah they about didn't want to
1: have a london where we we're like they're kicking people out basically or nearly at the end of the grand finals but i think seven best of sevens like i think we just have to go away from it at this point i know yeah. it's like scheduling but it sucks yeah.
2: i don't understand why they don't extend it over more days like i don't understand why it has to be within four days money
0: money <laughs> is that it's yeah.
3: like money is that yeah. much through
0: that yes oh yeah
3: so much it's very expensive because then you're paying for hotels for hundreds of people for one extra night you're uh buying the venue for an extra day um yeah very very expensive there's like a lot more to venue costs for events like that than just the venue itself there's also you know security and other um logistics as well so very expensive but Yeah, I would agree. I think the the schedule was too long. I I do think, by the way, this is something I thought. So, seven best of sevens in the last day was long. However, I think it could work if every other day before that was short. Like, imagine every other day is a short day, and you're just, like, coming into the last day still full of energy, I know from working these events. Like day one and two were really long. Rizzo was like falling asleep at seven p.m. after day two. Like he couldn't stay awake. <laughs> like uh, they were long, long days. Yeah, that And then like you have another like every day was long. There was there was no like break basically. So that's what made it kind of tough uh, to keep up. I think a lot of people are like KC yeah, KC fans got roasted actually because they lost and they, they went out of the arena to get food or something. And people were taking photos of like the empty KC section and the. They, they, they mostly came back. I saw a very... Yeah,
2: they
3: they all came back as far as I could see. So I don't know why people were like roasting KC for leaving. Like they just went out to like get food and then came back in. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the fans actually did really well for the final. I thought uh, there was a big turnout um, all around. Everybody was like still really amped up
0: i i don't like i'm not like super against the whole like seven best of sevens in one day i, I still don't really feel like it's long like I, I don't think well also because i mean you are a different story because you're working the event and chronic is a different story because yeah. he's playing the event but like as a I, basically i'm just a viewer right so like yeah, I, yeah. I, at that point i'm just watching the stream so like i i don't understand how like Unless it's going to like four AM or whatever, I don't understand how somebody's complaining about the time of the event, right? Unless it's you know literally like it's the grand the, final. There is were 4 people though.
1: There were people like were plan had to plan like series that were they were going to take off to like go outside like have a break or you know go do mm-hmm. stuff, which I, I don't think is a good thing for like a grand final day. I don't think we should because a lot of people um talking to like the like the craft man section like the chant i don't know what section they actually were mm-hmm. but they were like okay the moist like secret semi-final like half the crowd left or like took it off and like oh this they is did, our, break. Yeah, they this this our break.
3: they were like right we got to go eat something because you know the you can only take so much to, to the seats and uh i i understand that like i think they were allowed to leave the venue this time i heard at worlds in the last day that mm. people i didn't know that at the time actually when i when we were at worlds people couldn't come back in if they left so people are actually just in the arena the whole day, uh, which surprised me. It's much better if, of course, you can just go outside and get some fresh air. Um, even if it is negative five degrees um and too cold for some people. You know, <laughs> others definitely want to go outside and walk around a bit. Um I I I would love to see a land where there's just two semifinals and a final on yeah. one day, though, with more like content, way more content in between, so that the the live the audience can be like right, semifinals done. The next one starting in like forty five minutes, and you've just got content, content, content. Well, like, like, you what know.
0: kind of content would you be thinking? Because I, I mean, from my thought process is like three series, three best seven series that could just be like sweep, sweep. Maybe it's a best seven, but you know, it's hypothetical sweep, sweep, sweep. And it's like mm. the actual match time is so low for your day. So, like, what are you thinking of actually filling that gap?
3: Oh, Ooh. it's so many ideas, and and so many ideas. But yeah, go on, CJ.
0: I think three best of sevens is still minimum three hours with,
1: like, setup time build-up. Mm. Even if they're sweeps, like, the way it goes on land, it's, like, hour time slots per best of seven. And then if you compare it to regular sporting events, like, that's that's pretty normal, like, a three-hour mm. event. I think we've just got used to in Rocket League. It's, it's long,
3: even. Like, World Cup Final was less than that. Like, uh, you know, that's the yeah, biggest I, sporting event, uh, the biggest
1: event, like, full stop. I just think it's weird, like... If you go to an event, and what a pre-show start at, like, 10 o'clock, 10.30? 10 o'clock so, on the last day, yeah. 10 a.m. pre-show. to be there,
3: because Lando Norris, they're like, oh, okay, we got to yeah. get there for that, and you're, you're, you're in at 10 in the morning, and then you got seven, eight, actually, if you could, they were our pre-show eight hours straight. I'm just eight hours specific. straight, I think it's yeah, 10 There's no, like, big breaks to, like, go and, uh, you know, get lunch, get dinner. You've got to get two meals that day, I'd say.
2: I actually didn't mind the... Like, all of it being played in one day. But I did not like that we were first matched. I had to wake up, like, 7 in the morning to, get to mm. the facility. Like eight. Yeah, I kind of sucked in. I didn't sleep very well the night before. But I, I do... I actually did not mind the 7 Series in one day. My, my biggest problem was just kind of the time of it. I wish it was a little bit later. But I do understand, like, mm. the venue hours and stuff.
1: Like, a lot of people going back to the World Championships loved... Well, a lot of the players' teams, you know, Chrome saying as a coach, we had the Swiss, the wildcard stage. You played like one series a day and you could like plan for that series, prep for that series. Imagine if like, you know, semis and grands are on their own day. Like you just have more time to like prep for the teams, like you know it's gonna be like these teams and what's gonna be happening next, rather than just like throwing it series, 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 and then you hope that you're just, you know, having a good day and you're consistent. I just like the idea of like a little bit more prep to build up. Play it like fans are going to that Sunday knowing like it's going to be one of these four teams or whatever, not mm-hmm. one of these like eight teams and not knowing sort of what the matchups are going to be. I think well, like, 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 right, right now a it's a more. speed
3: run between like the breaks, need to be a certain length on the Rock League channel to get like the ads in so that they don't happen like during a series. Uh, you know, all of you understand what that's like on Twitch.tv forward slash Rizzo um you know same same deal in their RLE sports channel you know they got to get the ads in and they've got like the other like sponsorship ads i don't think the event the this line was sponsored but some of them are and they have to like play like sponsorship videos as well as ads so that's like going to take time and then you've got like the production team also needing to take a break between series so they can like not pass out in front of their computers so if you're having 10 minute breaks like that like they did plus like the average series length the desks were like a speed run and, like, the interviews were all... Everything was, like, a speedrun. It's, like, right, go, go, go. There's no time to just, like, have any, like, variety... There was a few short videos, which were really cool. I thought the content was great, but imagine if there was more time for it because you just do semis and final in one day. You could, like, have way more player content, way more, like, fan uh, interaction content, way more analysis content. I feel like there's, like, so many opportunities. You could have a halftime show, like, a a, a show match Mm -hmm. of some kind. They've integrated those in the past with much success. Like, I think there's endless possibilities but you don't have any time for that in the current like format it's just non-stop. Yeah, Rocket think... League break, 3 minute desk predictions, Rocket League break, 3 minute desk predictions, interviews like everything's like just so compact. I think with the that, uh,
0: the initial idea of saying like more content and stuff, I was thinking like pre-recorded content, but that makes sense to have like the 1v1s like they did, the freestyler thing that they did. Um analysis. Yeah, they have a bunch of well analysis. Sleep, I like. would love to get. Uh, <laughs>
3: listen, I would love to get. I, I, one of my favorite like piece of analysis content in sports is where they, it's in Formula One where they just have like the actual driver be there with the the uh mm, talking analyst at the telestrator and the anal- the guy the obviously analyst at telestrator is pausing and drawing and like you know making sure the segment works but i want to hear what a player has to say about that play Rizzo's snoozing but i'm i'm interested i would i would want to know what happened what happens here what are you thinking Nolly, with the with his drop-down pass i'd be like what are, you know what's going through your head here i i think that there's a I, that'd
0: be i mean that'd be, fun. I think a that'd big be funny audience. if there was a player there that was uh doing the analysis but like
3: Why would it be funny Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on? Why would That's not supposed to what? be comedy.
0: Oh, why? Why would Nolly going up there and doing that not be comedy? That doesn't make sense to me. Like that would be hilarious. I don't believe this. You think this Nolly would take what? that as seriously as you're picturing?
3: Yeah, hundred million. I think Nolly would be able to take that serious.
0: It's I don't. All I, don't think, I don't think analyst. they would want him to take it serious though.
3: What to like do a telestrator breakdown with a pro player? You're
0: like drawing, yeah. Like Nolly's up there, like drawing about like yeah. The
3: players wouldn't draw. No, that's like not happening. Uh, Yeah, there's no way they would let players draw (laughs) because the player would talk, and the analyst or like whoever is like interviewing him would be the one to make it make sure it's flowing smoothly because you know it's their job at the end of the day to make sure the segment works, and they're just trying to get extract info from the player. You know, same way as an interview, but now it's just an interview with a telestrator. I, I would love to see interviews with telestrators, basically. I think it could be very interesting. Hmm. I just think
1: players. I just think with it might just be the fact that, as you said, Rizzo, like it is different to say the league where they're playing like a best of five and it goes for three hours anyway or whatever. But uh, it, when you do bet seven best of sevens in one day, I think you're just missing like the opportunity to like even do more pre recorded stuff with like content pieces. Say if Safe Secret managed to win the major, I think that would have been a missed opportunity to at least have like something pre recorded. Um, just, like, some more hype or, or like, their story leading into it, stuff like that, rather than just... You know how, Chronic, they just film, like, the face-to-face of, like, two players going in? That's kind of, like, the only pre-recorded stuff they do. Like, imagine if League Worlds didn't have the whole Baker... Like the DRX storyline with T1, they didn't do like that whole pre-recorded skit because they didn't know that this was going to be the final. They like, well, there's no yeah, way Secret are going to make goodness. the final. No, it's they're like, oh my god, god we don't like. any content? <laughs> and they did, yeah, and they didn't build that up because there's no time to like get the content because you're just playing like seven series back to back to back to back. But if you had like a day off and then you knew that like these were the semifinals and finals teams, you could at least have more like pre-recorded stuff. If this happens or that happens. Um, rather than yeah i think we just we just waste it we just we're just like ticking boxes on the su- sunday like it, you, you know as someone who's working behind the scenes like production is very like we need to go like quick break quick break you know like we have to get out of here you know it's all yeah, about just, like we need to get through all this to get out we need
0: to go home is that what you
1: mean
3: <laughs> well they're yeah. just like you know we've got this is gonna they're looking at the clock after two series they're like okay we're pre-show and two series in and we're three and a half hours into the broadcast what is going on like we need to speed this up we gotta get going or we're gonna be here till midnight like they, they gotta keep, you know keep things rolling so it's on them to make sure it runs smooth but it, I think we caught co- what happens in Rocket League lands right now because it follows the same format as online it just ends up looking a lot like online but with a crowd in the background and yeah, you know I think, I think it cool could visuals be, it
0: could definitely it's be very a lot similar. better with content like wait go on chronic it's, do you, do you want them to do like a different format for land and i i online? think that
3: lands and online are trying to do two completely different things both competitively and from a content standpoint competitively you're trying to figure out who are the best teams in this region to send to LAN. that's like a qualifier it's it's a glorified qualifier whereas LAN is like okay now it's entertainment time it's cutthroat single limb is really good on LAN. i think it's terrible qualifier format really good on LAN. Because now you're seeing who can win maximum drama, maximum entertainment. So I think like there are two very different things from a competitive standpoint and content as well online. Yeah, we got to get through all these games. We got to like show all the qualifier games online. Well, now we got so many opportunities to show more content that you can't do online because we've got everybody here under under one roof. So now we're kind of like restricted, in my opinion, copy pasting like the regional format into a major because we have the same amount of games to get through even more because um, we want to broadcast them all um, online. And now there's no time to do the other cool stuff that you could do online. Like think about Beyond the Summit, such a cool land, Not because of like the prestige of winning, but because like the content is there. It's like it's a content fueled environment. Like you can do stuff like that in a more serious way at a you know major. In my opinion, um, so that's that's why I think it should be different. I think there should be a different format for majors compared to online, because for me they're trying to do two very different things.
1: Yeah, I think that lands could be, like, more, as you said, like more cutthroat, more serious, whilst also being more, like, entertaining. To- yeah. All fair. Is yeah. It? Yeah. I mean, like, imagine if you had time on the Sunday to be, like, you know, I don't know, Jack's been knocked out first. Kind of like, let's just get a fun, like, show match going on. Or, you know, let's get ex-people or content creators that might be there to, like, come and do some, like, a show match or just some, like, fun stuff with interactive stuff with the crowd or whatever stuff like that like okay, there'd just the be more ways to make
3: it worlds? more an
2: event like the one thing yeah, they did at worlds
3: yeah the one thing i thought that was well there's there one thing at worlds whoa. and then there's this show match at world <laughs> the freestyle thing they were at the end of the day though very end
1: of the day the ones thing. No, oh you mean the, <laughs> the 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 regional based one yeah i thought you meant the ford freestyle tournament. but no uh, no no the, no, no. <laughs> no the ones the the, no, the ones thing was good i like that yeah
2: that yeah that's what i meant But yeah, Yeah. they were
3: like, end of day, like, let's just put put it on there, test run these like formats, test run these ideas. But like, if you had a shorter grand final day with just two semis and a final, makes sense to put that after the second semi, just like, you know, have some break for the players so they can go prepare for the final instead of like semi-final team. They're just like, oh, we won the semi, now we're against this team. And The team watching who won the first semi are like, oh, who are we going to play? Who are we going to play? Okay, we play uh, Gen G Right. 15 minutes of prep, and then we're playing the (laughs) grand final. You know, like, I feel like it could be a better experience for the pros if they get an hour or two hours to, like, you know, make the the content and then actually get ready. Because you record of, wasn't there a face to face interview for the grand final as well? So somebody's literally finished a semifinal, straight into a face to face interview for the final, maybe five minutes of, like, chat with their team, and then boom, now you're walking on again. It's, like, very, like, quick turnover. Um, So how are you supposed to perform to your best ability in that circumstance? tough. I, I, I guess that
0: makes sense in giving yourself or giving the teams more time. Um, mm-hmm. Like I really do like that because if you're only doing three series, it's like you can really guess how long the broadcast is going to be, but it's so unpredictable mm-hmm. with seven.
3: Yeah, yeah, you can really like rigidly schedule it and like have lots of like flexible content pieces. Like, oh, if it's a three zero, we'll use this. If it's a three two, cut that one. You know, like you could you have so much content and that really make a I think a cool product out of it, but. What is it the next split? It's going to be groups in it into like single elimination. So
2: yeah, I, I, I like imagine
3: like it'll be quite stacked in the last two days again. Not yeah, sure I mean
2: it's just it's a single M top eight again. And then, is but, it a single M top twelve? But like oh oh yeah, it is it is. First place gets a buy. To, it's
3: a bye, yeah. Ride. And then
2: I think
0: wait, so this format is single yeah, is yeah, top twelve. Yeah, it's four different groups, groups of <laughs> four. groups of four. So, it, of so four. Just for, yeah, first or wait, sorry, last place eliminated and then.
3: Yeah, last first place eliminated. Second and third start in the single limb round of 16, but it's actually round of 12 because there's, uh, you know, four teams have got a bye. The first place teams get a bye. I think it's an upgrade in the winter split from last time because instead of first seed starting like way over in this continent and like upper bracket, and the other teams are like, yeah, good luck, lower bracket run extravaganza. Like it's it's it's, it's an upgrade, but it's going to be a lot of games again. If they there's no way they could do it all the whole bracket in the last day. Like that's what it's <laughs> like 11 series. So they're not going to do 11 best of sevens, but what are they going to do? I'm curious. Are they going to try and do like another think, seven day? Seven I mean, best of sevens?
2: yeah, they'll probably just have the, um, rounds nine through 12 rounds on one day and just make that like a short day. I feel like that's the only way to do that. Cause I feel like going from groups to that round one day would be kind of hard. Maybe I'm wrong.
3: Well, it's like tough. If you, if you want to start like in the format they got for winter split, if you want to start every team on one day in the same round, Instead of like, you know, half finishing the quarterfinals on the Saturday and then finishing the other half of the quarters on the other on this Sunday. Like you're gonna need to do like eight series on Saturday and then three on the Sunday, or four on the Saturday and seven on the Sunday. So it's like very imbalanced. One of the one of the days is gonna be super long. I think it'll probably be best of five. I hope it's best of five, so I'm gonna check. If that's best of sevens in the round one of the single illuminations that's going to take a long time. It's <laughs> going to be a, I another think that's exceptionally long. It day. wouldn't
1: be it's a, It shouldn't be.
3: I'm checking. Let's see. Does Wikipedia have the answers? Oh, it doesn't say. Hold on. Oh, well, maybe maybe it says it here. Okay, Ryan won best five. Rest of the bracket best of seven. So okay, they got they they they've limited the amount of best of sevens that way, which will make it a bit more short.
0: Don't you think on land though they might switch that? They'd be like, eh, everything could be best <laughs> of seven.
3: Oh, I really hope they don't. I don't. Like, I don't think they ever necessary. have
2: done that. I don't think they will.
3: Well, they they did it Worlds. Yeah, they, did they did best seven for the wild card, which is the yeah, first Worlds time is like a to be used for Swiss. And it was not necessary at all. I think it was like completely overdone. I, did, I don't see. I don't you see the point I, of best seven for I Swiss. I like
2: the best of seven for everything.
3: Uh, it just seems like for me, like for Swiss, for that Swiss in particular, like there's a lot of one-sided matchups because you've got such a range in terms of the teams there. So best of seven is just unnecessary there. Um, and every best of seven would have been decisive in a best of five as well. In that Swiss, it was like, um, it was extremely one sided most of the time, like four one, a lot of four ones, a lot of four os. Well,
0: yeah, um,
2: I. It's just because we've been so good in best of sevens, like in particular. I'm really, I'm really best of sevens. I would, I would love for Land to be like all best of seven because I, I also do think best of seven though shows more like, like shows the better team more most of the time like because literally against auction i swear i just like blinked and the series is over like it so is, you guys were gonna
3: it, reverse sweep them and it was best of seven okay no
2: but i don't think i would let it no get to that point a best of seven like my mentality is just so much better a best of sevens that i i don't i don't think i would have let it get to that point i, I don't really know i wish i
3: it. wish there was more uh more data to go off so we could like actually look at the stats but so maybe somebody's done this. I've not, but I bet you. In if you put a timeout in a best of five, if you it, because timeouts are not in best of fives online, as far as I'm aware, it's only best of sevens. If mm. it's best of fives, had timeouts, that would be more comeback potential than increasing the series to the best of seven. I think because timeouts yeah. are OP. I,
2: I yeah, they are OP. It, like until I played, I never really realized. I was always curious why the percentage of Teams that win after calling a timeout like is ridiculous, but it's just mm. it's such a good mental reset that it actually helps so much. Like I don't think there was a single time so far that we've called a timeout and lost a game afterwards. It's really,
3: just, zero. I I That's think so because
2: we there's a lot of series that we like dominated too, so we didn't we probably haven't called as many timeouts as other teams. But like against mm. Liquid, we called a timeout for game two, one game three, and then lost the next game, but we still won that game after the timeout, and then. Against Moist, I can't remember if we used our timeout or not. Hang on. I'm actually gonna pull this up.
3: Yeah, we need to know Chronic. We need to we need to see the stats. Direct has probably got them. It's Direct here. I saw some people letting him in chat. Maybe he can pull it out of his master sheet. This is the chance though, you know, we're talking about like maybe we do a shorter last day with more content. If there's ever a format to do it, it would be the winter split. Just get the four groups of four finished on the first two days with no crowd, and then you just do a huge Saturday eight series on the Saturday.
0: Oh, God. Four best of
3: fives, four best of fives, four best of sevens. That's probably going to take roughly the same time as seven best of sevens does, because yeah, you probably. know best of fives are quicker. Yeah, we didn't. So. We didn't I think get that just... long day out of the way on Saturday, and then have like the the series more spread out in the final day. Really make it more of a grand. Thing I, I don't know what they're doing with that. This is pure speculation, but I'm hoping hoping that uh, so gonna happen.
2: Yeah, we didn't even use our timeout against Phaser Moist. You didn't even need it. <laughs> I guess
3: not. <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> yeah, because Moist beat you guys pretty bad in game one, and then you guys just like stabilized and uh, came yeah, back Jack. Without the, you came back with that timeout.
2: Jack asked if we needed a timeout, and I kind of I like shut it down. I was like, no, I don't think we need one. I there was just first first game grand if there finals. there was ever
3: a game like game 1 timeout I was like, I remember I watched that casting the game I was like this could be the first game 1 timeout that we see because it, you guys were very nervous Ryze scored like just 3 open nets from people missing you don't really <laughs> and, necessarily and, yeah, shot on stabilized us it. Yeah. it yeah you guys like you just reset hard reset I wonder if like calling like even in a series where timeouts aren't enabled maybe Rock League teams start need to pretend that there's a timeout like Endpoint <laughs> used to do that just stand up and walk around between games Maybe just do a fake timeout. Because, you know, it's just one minute versus two minutes. It's kind of the same. Just be like, right, fake timeout, guys, fake timeout. Let's pretend, let's (laughs) let's reset. Everybody just sit back in their chair. Relax. Game one. I don't
1: know. (laughs) Someone said G2 should have done a game one timeout at Worlds.
3: I think, yeah, you know, in hindsight, might not have been a terrible idea, but. They did get
1: rocked game one. Yeah. What, what's going on, Chronic? What do you think about G two? You sort of like mentioned them before when we talked about yeah, how happening? that went. What's going? What's going on there? That world world champs to not making top eight at a. I'm an a
2: event. pretty big G two fan. I've been a fan of them like since I was like twelve. I kind of always just rooted for G two, and so I like even on LAN, I was rooting for them. But I think that they just need to play if they can reach their potential that they do in scrims like in tourney because they are actually the greatest scrim team of all time like i i've heard even like at la too when they won the major they just absolutely dominated scrims i think if they can do that in tourney they can get back to their former form because it, they really are just like unbeatable in scrims like i actually don't remember the last time i beat them in scrims just, it seems like if they do that in tourney it would just be over well well, they used to. Be, well, they were doing it in
1: 20 at the end of last season. Why do you think, or at least at Worlds, why do you think they haven't? Quite is it? Is it like the break? They took a bit of a time off.
2: I actually don't have an answer for that. I don't. Mental. Yeah, I don't know. I just. Yeah. Do you think G do
3: two is still going to be top five next split? They're I like do. And this time, you think they're going to get it?
2: Yeah, I do. Cause like it's really hard to doubt them I, I don't know how to explain it it's just like even because after the second regional they were like tied with nrg and mm-hmm. a couple other teams were all really good they were like in the hunt, three
3: two points ahead of complexity and fury yeah but every,
2: everyone still had them like including myself as the clear favorite to get to land
3: not everyone chronic i thought fury were gonna get him but did you it didn't happen yeah,
2: yeah, I I did. yeah i was pretty i was like, pretty confident uh, that g2 would pull through
3: G2 from regional 1 to 2 went down and Furia regional 1 to 2 went up so I thought that might continue but uh, G2, they just handled Swiss. I think, did they 3-0 Swiss that time? I think they did in regional 3. Yeah,
2: they, they beat us.
3: All their rivals just room. lost and they were like oh sick, we don't even have to beat anyone.
2: Yeah. I think they had to beat
3: yeah. Flexi in the quarters. They were like wait, everybody else just lost. This is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we didn't even have to like beat. They thought, okay, we could probably have a grudge match with NRG at some point. Grudge match with Furia. Oh, they're both out. Cool. <laughs> Let's go. But really quickly, so who else is like top five? So if you G2 or top Ooh. five, what are the other three teams, top five next uh next major for NA?
2: I obviously phase. hmm I I think those I, I wouldn't say G2 is a lock. I th- I think they are You do you do likely. think
3: they're a lock or you don't? I
2: don't. I don't. I you don't okay. I'm still this is probably like the most I've ever doubted them making a major. But I I still think that they'd pull through. But also I have the same five teams, I think. I think every... I, I don't want to doubt V1, because everyone kind of does that, and they always seem to just pull through, but they seem to be the most, like, replaceable team in the top five. And I, I would replace them with Furia, but I think it's probably a toss-up between them two to make the fifth spot.
3: You think, yeah, even even if Lost joins Furia, they're still not going to get it?
2: I don't know. I, I don't think I'm that high on that team. As Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but... I don't know if I'm as high on that team with loss as other people are, but maybe maybe they'll prove me wrong and just dominate. Cause I know I know loss is an amazing individual player. He has incredible confidence, and but I I know like now that I'm we've talked about how well teams mesh in mentality, and if they don't mesh well, I wouldn't be surprised they didn't if they miss land again.
1: Yeah, they go to jail well. Righto, Mister. One land, one win. Firstly, <laughs> what are you spending your 33K on? Or all your winnings. You guys have won about 180K for this split. It's been ridiculous. What yeah, are you, what are you doing with the money, firstly? And secondly, what are the expectations going into the next split, next major? Give me those.
2: <laughs> Tell me to... You. Give a boring answer, but yeah, I yeah. You can be boring. To, I just, just plan to save it. I don't really yeah. Look at, yeah look at this an guy. he's anti Nolly. Don't say anti Nolly. Anti Nolly. Yeah, Nolly Nolly does not care. He spends. He spends well. He, he Nolly was <laughs> on here. Nolly was
3: on the broadcast. He's like, no, very materialist. <laughs> I'm
0: going. to go yes. get
2: a new watch. Yeah, Jack and I don't spend too much. He, he spends. He spends as much as he wants to make him happy. But. Going on to our expectations, I think our expectations are mine in particular. Probably first, I plan to do the same thing as we did just this split. Win again. Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to do the exact same uh, thing we did this split. I know it's, it's hard to repeat what we did this split, but I hope we can do it.
3: You know, there was another team like that who won the Fall Major, and they were not happy, they were not satisfied um, until they won yeah. the Worlds. It was BDS, so... You're following. They also made a roster steps. change in there as well. They didn't make so a roster don't, change. Though. Don't you know, don't have to follow not, their yeah. footsteps. You don't, you don't have to follow their footsteps exactly. Maybe not you just a full met, on inspiration. Just like the, just like the idea. You know, the concept.
2: Yeah. I don't do as want, I say, not as I ostrich. do. You know.
3: Yeah don't, yeah. don't do. Don't do everything they did. But. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Course, like, it was very similar to what you're saying here. He's like, you know, you got the major win, but I heard Jack say the same thing in the post-game interview. You got the major, but that's only step one.
2: Yeah, no, nah, the uh, ultimate goal is obviously Worlds. Jack has kind of instilled it into my brain that we can't get complacent as a team, because mm. he, he's very big on that, just not getting complacent, continuing to grind as soon as they get back in NA, and just like not yeah being content with our result and wanting it more again wanting it more, and more. <laughs> you love I to hear it what yeah. a good way to finish it well, yeah what a good way to
0: finish <laughs> it off i think that's gonna be the end we're gonna wrap up Shotcast number 22 we appreciate you guys watching as always uh if you guys miss any portion of this it'll be uploaded to youtube as well as uploaded on spotify and apple podcast if you guys want to give a re-listen either or um thank you to chronic for joining us and thank you to johnny and Thanks cj for, me. for co-hosting of course It's great to have you. Uh, you. We appreciate you guys. And we will see you all in the next one. Bye-bye.